What is going on guys? It's your boy Scrub here back again with another video. Hope you guys are having a great day. I know I am and today I'm bringing you guys part three of the sauerkraut kids saga. If you haven't seen the first two parts, they're the last two videos on the channel. Last time I said if you guys got 5,000 likes, 2,000 comments, I would do part three. And you guys blew it away in like a day. So I'm back with part three. I thought it would take a little bit longer. For part four, I'm going to say 7,500 likes and we'll keep 2,000 comments. Same goal. But if you want part four, comment, like the video. And uh, without further ado, let's get into sauerkraut kids stealing my bike. So for those of you that haven't seen the first two parts, basically I went to the park one day. There was this weird kid that smelled like sauerkraut who tried to hit me with this stick that he was poking dog poop with. And when I broke the stick that he was trying to poke me with, he freaked out and like launched into this multi-day revenge plot to try to make me pay for breaking his item. I don't know. It just kind of kept backfiring on him. But he was just this weird kid who really did not like me for some reason and was just like obsessed with making me pay even though I didn't really do a whole lot. And uh, after the second incident where me and him had gotten into that huge like plastic lightsaber fight at the park, I decided that I was going to just take a little break from going there. And on the other direction of my street, there was like a park if you went out of my neighborhood to the left. But on the right, if you kept going that way, there was just this big desert lot. There's a bunch of houses there now, but at the time it was like during the the economic shutdown thing, 2008, 2009-ish. So it was going to be houses, but they just hadn't started building it. The company had gone out, so it was just these huge dirt lots that were perfectly flat. And all of the neighborhood kids had started building bike jumps over there. And I was always more of a skateboarder, but I had a bike. And uh, I had a few friends that were into the bike jump. So instead of going and hanging out at the park every day, I started going over and hanging out at these bike jumps. And we would just take some shovels, build a ramp, jump the ramp, like pretty typical stuff. I don't know. I feel like most people have probably done something similar at some point. And usually everybody that would come over there and help us build ramps and whatnot was pretty cool. It was a different crowd than the people that would hang out at the park. But everyone was really, really nice. And uh, I started getting more and more into it and spending more time there building ramps and whatnot. I didn't love jumping the bikes as much as I just loved building the ramp. I know that sounds dumb, but I would be like, ah, there's no way anyone could jump this. Just build some stupid stuff and then they would do it. It was fun to watch. But one day somebody says that they're going to invite this guy and they say the name and I immediately recognize it as Sauerkraut Kid. I'm not going to say his name, but you know, at this point I knew him relatively well considering every time I tried to go to the park, he would chase me around and challenge me to combat like it's some weird 1800s congress session and he's challenging me to a duel i love when people try to be like oh people these days have such differing opinions and can't get along you know back in the day on the floor of the senate people could just challenge each other to a duel they used to just beat each other with canes i'm not saying everything's great right now but i mean people definitely can tolerate opinions a little bit more than they used to when they would challenge each other to duels to the death for it and if Sauerkraut Kid had his way, he would have definitely challenged me to a duel to the death too. But I just was avoiding the guy. So when they said they were going to invite him out, I kind of told him that like, yeah, that guy's got issues with me for some reason. So I, I don't want any issues. So I might not come hang out that day. And they're like, nah, man, he'll be cool. He'll be cool. Don't even worry about it. We talked to him about that. And he said that he's over it. Oh, he's over it. I, I don't know why the language they used bugged me so much. 
Keep in mind, this guy had been chasing me for days, trying to physically attack me because I broke a stick he was trying to hit me with that had dog poop on it. I'm glad that he got over it, that's awesome, but there was nothing for him to get over. He was the weirdo who like held onto this beef for weeks and weeks and weeks while I was just trying to do my thing. So I kind of tell him like, well, I'm glad he's over it, but I don't really like hanging out with the dude, so I'm just not going to come hang out tomorrow then. And they're like, no, come on, man, come on, don't be like that, just come hang out. And usually peer pressure in this situation, like, wouldn't work, but I wasn't necessarily afraid of Sauerkraut Kid as much as it was just annoying. So the more they talked to me and were like, nah, he won't do anything, the more I was like, alright, well, then whatever, yeah, I'll come. I just, like, won't really have to interact with the guy. It's not like I have to go out of my way to ask him how his day was, help him with his math homework. So the next day comes, and I go, and sure enough, Sauerkraut Kid is there, and he still smelled. I don't know if it was something in his body wash or something. The first time I met him and he smelled like sauerkraut, I thought, eh, just a weird day, you know, maybe he just, like, ate something off for dinner. But that was just truly his stench. I, I don't know if they went to, like, some weird store and got kraut body wash. I, I heard the Germans love sauerkraut deodorant. That's a joke, okay? Either way, he still smelt very sour, but I see him, and he looks at me and gives me just this creepy smile. And I don't know if it was like an attempt at a friendly smile or faking a friendly smile, but it just gave me a weird vibe. You know when someone smiles at you, but like their eyes look angry, but they're smiling, so it just kind of looks like someone about to turn to the dark side? That's the look he gives me, and so I just give him a head nod, I don't really smile back. And he's like, you know you still owe me, right? And I'm pretty confused because I thought they said this was over it. So I look at him and I go, nah, I don't, but that's funny. Thinking, I don't know, maybe he's trying to make a really bad attempt at like a joke. And he says something about how like he knows that I haven't been going to the park because I want to avoid him. And so I say, yeah, because you're just always creepily following me around the park trying to fight me. And at that point, everybody else kind of is like, all right, guys, relax, relax. And I just say that I'm going to go home. And my friends are like, no, dude, don't go home. Don't go home. Come on, just just relax a bit. And one of my friends, like, wanted to go talk over there. So I go over there to talk with my friend. And because it's, like, a bunch of people right there, I just leave my bike next to my friend's bike that I'm going to talk to, and we go talk. And as me and him are talking, he's like, bro, come on. Like, you just got to be the bigger man and just get over it. I'm nine, by the way. There's no being the bigger man. Like, obviously now, I don't think I would have reacted that way. But I was nine years old. There was no being the bigger man. I didn't want to be around the kid who kept trying to beat me up. And even now, if you attack me, I'm not ever going to want to hang out with you again. You attack me twice, I'm really not going to want to hang out with you again. But as we're talking, having this conversation, people start saying, Stop, stop, dude, what are you doing? And I turn around. And Sauerkraut Kid, that little turd, man, that evil secret agent sent to ruin my life, is on my bike. Keep in mind, he's a few years older than me, so it's way too small of a bike, and he's just taking off. And so I start being like, bro, he stole my bike, he stole my bike, and I run over there, and everybody is like, he just took it, he said he was gonna teach you a lesson, and now I'm pissed. So I start yelling at everybody there, like, you guys said that he wasn't gonna do this, like, this is so stupid, I can't believe you guys would be dumb enough to believe him. I I was not a very happy camper, because my bike is gone, and I wasn't happy, because none of them chased him either. You guys know that you all have bikes, right? What, do you expect me on feet to chase down this dude on the bike? The least you could have done is have followed him. 
so i start asking everybody like all right well where does he live where does he live and they don't want to tell me and that's just annoying because like i'm not asking where he lives to do anything insane i'm asking where he lives to just get my bike back I don't care where he lives, trust me. I'm not like, oh, I want to look it up and see what his zip code is. What school is he zoned for? I don't care. I just want my stuff. And so they start saying no, and I start getting mad at them, and I'm like, starting to uh, hurl some insults around. Nothing insane, just some light Xbox trash talk. Like, you guys need to tell me where his house is so I can get my bike back, or I'm gonna take your bike and throw it into traffic. Like, come on, bro. Like, you, you guys need to tell me where my bike is. So they finally tell me, and I just say, I'm gonna go get my bike. And they're like, you're gonna go alone? Yeah, man, what is he gonna do? Kidnap me? Like, uh, of course I'm gonna go get my bike back. And also, my thought was, Sauerkraut Kid might be a jerk, right? Like, Sauerkraut Kid might be stealing my bike trying to attack me. Something tells me, though, that Sauerkraut Kid's parents are probably not very well aware that he's playing Grand Theft Auto with bicycles out there. Maybe they are. Maybe this is all, like, part of their, uh, their family business. They just steal people's bikes and attack them, and then they sell them. Like, that's the entire gig. But I was going off the assumption that if I went to, uh, Sauerkraut Kid's house and I told his mom that my bike was stolen, that I was gonna get it back. And they're like, oh, you're so brave to go alone. Like, what if his parents are mad at you? And I just wasn't worried about it. And even if his parents were down with their kids stealing bikes for some reason... What, were they gonna be mad at me because their kids stole my bike? Like, if they would have done that, then they're just stupid. <laughs> I don't even know what I could do in that situation. If someone starts yelling at you because their kids stole something from you, like, that's just clearly a personal problem. There's no amount of arguing with them that you can fix. But whatever, I go to his house, and uh, as I turn the street, it's like a cul-de-sac, and his house was at the end of the cul-de-sac. So as soon as I turn the corner, I can see into the garage, and I see Sauerkraut Kid in my bike, and he sees me, and he runs over and closes the garage door. Believe it or not, that didn't make me turn around, give up my bike, and say, Ah, well, guess it's his now. He closed the door. That's the rules. If someone steals something and then closes the door when you're trying to get it back, it's no longer yours. So, I know he's home, I know my bike's in the garage, so I do the only logical thing. I walk up to the front door, and I just knock on it. And I hear Sauerkraut Kid on the other side telling, like, whatever parent is home not to answer the door, and, like, don't answer it, it's probably just someone trying to sell some stuff. And obviously, the adult that was home was a little bit suspect of that, because how often is your, like, 13-year-old son telling you that, oh, it's probably those dang window repairman again. They got a weird vibe. It's not like they ever pay attention to what was at the door. At least I didn't. Like, I don't know. I just didn't even go look through the peephole when the doorbell rang because I wasn't answering the door. I was a kid. So uh, the door opens, and it's like this sweet-looking old lady there. And I say, hi, excuse me. Um, I think that your grandson might have taken my bike. And she looks at me, and she looks back, and I see Sauerkraut Kid, and she says, my grandson took your bike? And I give him a chance. I say, yeah, I think it might have been an accident because our bikes look kind of similar, but he might have taken mine. And my thought with that is, bro, I'm talking to your grandma. I will tell her that you stole my bike. But if you just want to give it back and avoid all of this, it was it was an accident. I didn't want to get the dude in trouble. I wanted my bike back. And I know a lot of you would be like, well, he stole your bike. You should have gotten him a bunch of trouble. It's not like I never planned on getting him back for stealing my bike. I just knew I would have better odds of getting him back if he wasn't grounded forever. So whatever. I give him the chance to get out of trouble, and he doesn't take it. He says, I don't have his bike. I don't know what he's talking about. He's crazy. 
And I think the grandma could probably just see in my eyes and hear in my voice that I just, like, wasn't really making this up. I don't know how she knew I was telling the truth. Maybe it was because she knew her grandson was, was known for stealing bikes or something. But she says, okay, well, I'll meet you in the garage. So I say, okay, and I go over to the garage. The garage door starts opening, and I see Sauerkraut Kid trying to, like, block his grandma from coming out the garage door into the garage. Literally standing there, arms out, being like, don't go out there, don't go out there. And now she's even more curious. If you want to know how to make sure your parents investigate whatever is going on, I feel like a surefire way is to let them get a little curious and then beg them not to go look. The grandma's already curious about my bike, bro. At this point, you standing there and just being like, don't go, don't go. That would make me a lot more curious. Maybe other people's grandparents are different, but if I did that on my Oma back in the day, oh, you don't need to look into that. That would have been the first thing she did. So she comes out to the garage. She sees me standing there and she goes, well, which bike is yours? And I walk over to it and it's a very small bike. I've had the bike since I was probably like six I was nine now. I actually did end up getting a new bike, like, for my next birthday that was a little bit bigger. But it was a tiny bike. Very clearly not the size of her grandson's bike or what it should be. I don't know what size bike he has. I wasn't out there with, like, a tape measure. Wow, those are some nice 26-inch wheels you got there, pal. I was just trying to get my bike. So I think she could tell it was mine. And I say, yep, that's my bike. And she looks at her grandson and says, well, is it his bike? And now he wants to take the chance to, oh, it must have been an accident. So he says, oh, I must have just accidentally taken it. And his parents might have maybe let him get away with that. But I feel like grandmas just have a propensity for not taking bullcrap. And she says, there's no way that you accidentally took this bike because it's like three sizes too small for you. I don't even understand why he stole my bike. I understand the guy didn't like me. But out of everything he could steal from me, a bike way too small for him was just the dumbest thing. What are you going to do? Just keep it in your garage? That's just an insanely petty theft. You're not even going to like sell it or, or use it for anything. You just took my bike to let it sit there because it's too small for you to ride it. That, that is a hefty screw you, Mr. Sauerkraut Kid. I take that personally. But when his grandma calls him out, he starts stammering, Uh, 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 I can explain. And I feel like that's another thing you shouldn't say if you're trying to come up with an excuse or some type of reason, is I can explain. Because even movies have just clarified that the second someone says, I can explain, there's really not a great explanation for it. Usually at that point, they're just buying time while they try to come up with a good excuse that most likely doesn't exist. And so his grandma just gives him a stern look and says, you need to go to your room right now, young man. And even though he tried to block grandma from coming out the door, he does not argue with her when she says, go to your room, probably for the best. And he probably didn't have any other excuse. He could say, go to his room is his best choice at this point. Plead the Fifth Amendment. I feel like when you're a little kid in trouble and when you're in trouble as an adult are the same thing. Shut up and get your lawyer. And by lawyer, I mean, I don't know, like hire a stuffed animal to represent you with your parents or whatever. But as a kid, your parents and grandparents are basically the feds. And there's nothing good that you can say to them. Anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. So he goes up to his room, probably to just keep his mouth shut. And his grandma turns to me, super apologetic, and is like, please take your bike, I'm so sorry. And I, I mean, it's not her fault, so I tell her, I'm like, it sucks, but I'm not mad at you about it. You didn't tell him to do it, at least I don't think so. And she says, yeah, I don't know what's gotten into him, he's just been going crazy recently, da-da-da-da-da, but I'm gonna tell his parents, and, you know, they'll make him apologize. 
I don't really want an apology. I don't really care about an apology. I'm just glad I have my bike back. So I tell her, thank you so much. Appreciate you helping me with the bike situation. You want to tell his parents, you don't. I don't care. Do whatever you got to do. So the next day comes and I go back to the bike jumps thinking Sauerkraut Kid is not going to show up there because, duh, everyone was already not thrilled with him after that because keep in mind, they vouched for him, said it was going to be cool. He shows up and steals my bike. No one was that happy with him. And we're building ramps and whatnot. Everybody had apologized. They felt really bad about the situation. So we're just building ramps. And sure enough, Sauerkraut Kid comes pedaling up on his bike. And I don't know what it is, but something about the way he pedaled his bike just bugged me. That's super petty and specific, considering that, like, I don't know, you don't really see people ride a bike that whole much. But something about the way he did it just bugged me. And the way he's riding and pulls up, you can just tell he's embarrassed. There is something going on that's got him embarrassed. And that was weird because I had never seen him act that way before. Keep in mind, this is a kid that tried to smack me with a dog poop stick and then got mad at me about it. So he was pretty shameless. Like nine times out of ten, making this guy feel any embarrassment was basically impossible. The self-awareness rating was just not there, man. Like, I I'm pretty sure this dude could block an ambulance with its sirens on and be like, why won't it get out of my way? Anyways, he walks up to me and the rest of the group and says, hey, I really want to apologize for stealing your bike, which is quite the opener, you know? It's not like, hey, I'm really sorry for uh, accidentally breaking your Nerf gun or like, hey, man, I'm sorry for losing that thing you let me borrow. Stealing your bike is a, is a pretty big thing to do, especially when you're a little kid. Only because there's so much thought put into it. You know, you had to look at my bike, go, that's not my bike, I should take it. Yep, this is a good idea. Get on the bike, pick the bike up, start pedaling the bike, get all the way home, see me come around the corner, close the garage door, try to hide it from your grandma. Call me crazy, I've got a feeling you just weren't that sorry. And that's okay, you know, like that's, at the end of the day, that's your problem. We don't have to be friends, we're not cool anymore, you stole my stuff. But just the way he was apologizing, you could tell he 100% didn't mean it. And uh, it's just, you can't accidentally steal someone's bike. But whatever, I'm like, yeah, okay. I don't say it's okay, but just okay. And he had this backpack on, and he takes off his backpack, and he starts opening it. And I'm confused on what he's doing, because he's just apologized. I don't know if he's about to, like, show me this jar of sauerkraut and give it to me as an apology, as a token of friendship. I'm not really 100% what is gonna go on. But ladies and gentlemen, it was better than anything I could have imagined. So I guess his grandma had told his parents that he had stolen my bike, and they're obviously not too thrilled about it. I'm not a parent, but I'm gonna venture out and say that if I had a kid and I found out that he was, like, stealing stuff from people, I would not be thrilled. I would be the opposite of thrilled. I would be what we consider pissed. But instead of, like, I don't know, making him apologize, grounding him or whatever, in their mind, the ultimate symbol of an apology must have been a hand turkey. You know those things that you make in elementary school for Thanksgiving? It's a hand turkey, and it says, I'm really sorry. And it's not even close to Thanksgiving. I have no clue why he did this for me or what he thought this was going to do. But he gives this to me and says, this shows how sorry I am. And I just didn't get it, bro. Because, like, I don't care about your crafts, man. Don't get it twisted. Your parents are the only people that are going to ever really love crafts you do. Your grandparents, your aunts, uncles, maybe. 
But if you, like, ever give someone a hand turkey as an apology gift, don't be surprised if they don't forgive you. You know what? We were gonna be cool, sauerkraut kid, but this hand turkey, that, that just makes me uncool again. I'm kidding, I don't actually hate hand turkeys this much. It was just such a weird, like, I'm sorry for stealing your bike, here's a hand turkey. That doesn't undo everything. I'm not now like, oh yeah, man, it's cool, we can be besties. I still am not a giant fan. You still stole my bike, hand turkey or not. But he hands me this hand turkey and says, this shows how sorry I am. And I do what everyone else around does in that situation, and I start laughing. Imagine trying to take this seriously, dude. He rides up all solemn on his bike, looking like he's just got some serious message to tell us. Says he's sorry, pulls out his backpack and gives you a hand turkey that says sorry. Would you laugh? Probably. So we all start laughing, as, as anyone would. And he does not like that, and he starts being like, You know, I made that hand turkey as a symbol of my apology, but if you're gonna make fun of it, then I take it back. And I say, okay, that's fine. And I rip the hand turkey. Hey, you wanted it back, you take back your apology, cool bro, I don't want this thing anyways. Did you expect me to go home and put it on my fridge? Like, I don't know what you wanted me to do with it. But I rip his hand turkey and he's like, I spent so much time on that. I don't care how much time you spent on the hand turkey, bro. So I'm like, all right, sorry, I don't know what to tell you. And he just says that he was right to not like me and, you know, he doesn't apologize and he should have just stolen my bike and his only regret was getting caught. And everybody at that point is like, dude, you suck. Just go. So he gets on his bike and goes home, but I don't think that went the way he expected it to. I think his parents kind of did him dirty with that one. I'm not going to lie. Oh, no, just go give him a hand turkey. You stole their bike. They'll totally love it and understand. They kind of set him up for failure on that one, but that's why he still didn't like me. I mean, he stole my bike, obviously, but after that, he even didn't like me more because I ripped his hand turkey. And like I said, I've got a few more experiences with this kid that I will tell the story of if this video gets 7,500 likes and 2,000 comments, so be sure to do that. But that's it for this little bike adventure thing segment part. If you did enjoy the video, I would really appreciate you taking a second to press the like button. Let me know what you thought in the comments section down below. It does help the video do better, and it is how you're going to get that part four, baby. Other than that, if you're new, subscribe, turn on notifications. I post videos like this every other day. It's about to be grind season coming up, October, November, December. So the daily uploads might be coming back. Might, might. I'm, I'm going to tease it a little bit. Beyond that, if you like the story times, but you would rather listen to an audio version, I do post the audio over on Spotify. Feel free to check that out. Link down below. But uh, yeah, on that note, guys, that'll do it. Don't get anyone pregnant. If you do, make sure they're hot. And hopefully I will see each and every single one of you guys next time. I'm out. Peace.